We are I. I had an interesting thought this morning, and I was wondering, is the big health craze that's going on right now, is it here to stay? And the reason why I ask this question is because you look at where kind of, you know, air quotes, I guess, fitness and slash health and wellness you know, it kind of started up in the 70s with Arnold and all these guys, all these bodybuilders, but really represented unhealth in an unhealthy lifestyle. Because if you want to go back to true like health and wellness, we have to kind of go back to just the origin of human beings. Because that's that's really our physiology and how it was over the course of time, how we adapted to this planet. This is the why we have cold shock proteins and heat shock proteins. This is the reason why that, you know, our body thrives on the things it does, the materials, the foods that we put into it and why it doesn't. This is the reason why we connect with, you know, grounding the wavelengths of the earth and, you know, why we need vitamin D, why we need to be exposed to this. And this, all these things that we, we evolved alongside of nature. Nature is the original health and wellness tool because we evolved with and around nature. The reason why I say, like, is this going to last, you know, because I've been on my entire adult life, and I say from 18 on, but I've actually been entrenched in this lifestyle since I've been born, being born and raised on a farm, being born and raised to hunt and fish, being raised and to have a garden, apple trees, crab apple trees, you know, raspberries, strawberries, onions, carrots, potatoes, the whole bit. We had it all canning, pickling, jarring, you know, homemade baking, making everything at home. Like this is how I was raised. My mom was also into the fitness industry teaching, you know, group classes, spin, aerobics, all this kind of stuff. I've been in it. I was born in it. I was raised in it. It's in my genes. It's in my blood. Health and wellness on both sides. My dad being heavy into the outdoors, my mom being heavy to the the gym and fitness, and both of them, you know, into gardening, cooking at home, you know, living off the fruits of what you bear and what you sow. But through that, over the course of time, I have continually seen these waves of interest go in and out. And do we have enough today? Do we have enough today that's going to influence? generations upon generations and I almost like I want to say I want to believe because of the Dr. Andrew Huberman's the Dr. Rhonda Patrick's the you know Gary Brecka's the you know Joe Rogan's the like all these people the Peter Atias all these people that are heavily invested scientifically medically personally professionally you know into health and wellness And then you have like the Cameron Haynes, the Stephen Ranellas, these guys that are hunters that are teaching people to be able to, you know, live off the land. Never mind the the farmers that are there that are have exploded in popularity online. 
Have all these things come to a head to be able to show? Or is it just because I'm entrenched in this community, I think that it's bigger than it is, which is always what happens because I've been in this community forever and I've seen the waves come and go. So if we built enough momentum now, is there enough people now in influential areas, enough people talking about, and like I always said, like if there's if there's one person who listens to this podcast that I don't have influence through my everyday, one person, I will influence my one person because everybody needs to do the same thing. It's just find that one person you don't have direct and immediate contact with all the time because you're already influencing those people. You're already doing it. What's on the other side of that? You know, and this is the this is where I hope. Because I think our medical industry and establishment here in the West, Canada, and the United States have, has been massively exposed for how shitty it is. How there's nothing to do with healthcare or, you know, preventative medicine at all. None. Zero. But the Peter Atias, the Andrew Huberman's, the Paul Saladinos, you know, all of these guys. They're giving us a, a glimpse of glimpse of hope. The Sean Bakers. They're all doctors. They're all own all doctors in their own regard and own respect. And they're really starting to thread that needle in the opposite direction. And there's more coming online all the time. But is it, is it enough to sustain future generations? Is it, is it enough? Are we going the, the right way? Like, I look at this whole ice bath and sauna thing, and it's like, I've been swimming in glacial rivers for 35 years. And I have the pictures to be able to prove it if I ever needed to come with receipts. But how fucking ridiculous would that be? This is what I've been doing. I was raised in the mountains. I was raised on a farm. This is just what we did. Bridge jumping into canals. This is what we did. This is what my friends and I did for fun. We would pack 30 people in a fucking truck, 20 of them in the truck box, and we'd drive down the highway. This is what you did when we were kids to a canal to be able to jump off the bridge that was maybe 10, 15 feet high, and you jump in. That was what we did. It was awesome. There's never trees in it. You always knew how deep it was. It was always had a nice rocky bottom. And you never touched. It was the best. Completely safe. And this is how we were raised. We were raised outside. We were raised connected with the outdoors. You know, being exposed to the heat, the cold, and everything in between. The sun, the rain, the snow, the elements. You know, eating good, healthy food. Sure, there was a lot of bullshit in there. I'm not going to lie. There's a lot of candy. There's a lot of pop. There's a lot of chuckle bars and chips. And there's a lot of fast food. It's all at a time when these ultra-processed foods were just really becoming super popular in line and marketing departments were running rampant and we got fishnetted into that. But now you start to see the mental health issues that all this stuff, you know, it exacerbates. I think we all have underlying health, mental health issues. But the food we eat and the way we live our life, it really exacerbates that problem. But have we done enough? Is there enough people This is what I want to know. This is the question that I have for myself. It's like, hey, I know I'm entrenched in my community. I know I'm in a silo. And I want to say I feel like this is the most popular health and fitness has ever been. But think what bodybuilding was like when it first came around. How fucking insane that must have felt like. 
But look what that morphed into. You know, an industry of people with body dysmorphia and mental health issues. Sure, you know, like there is, you know, strength and conditioning and, you know, athletic performance. And there's a lot of people doing good, for sure. But it got hijacked by an unhealthy addiction. Because a lot of people in the bodybuilding industry don't actually know what it's like to be healthy. And then you see the subcategory that is just general fitness, the general population. It's like, yes, they're going to the gym and that's good. But like what they're doing there just is so little. And they're all, a lot of these people are still, you know, looking like they're pre-diabetic. And probably the only thing that is really helping them is if they continually go to the gym and they don't take that time off, which they all typically do. But we need to get back to that that part where what is it like to live off the land in 2023 and very quickly 2024? What does that look like? This is what we want to know. This is what I want to know. This is where if I can look into the future, it's like, fuck, if, if we take this and we accelerate and we just hammer down for five years and continue to gain this knowledge, where does that end us up at? Where? Dying to know. So on this Friday morning, dark and early, I beg the question. Are we gonna are we gonna continue down a path that's gonna lead us into having nations of animals? People are just so fit, men and women, young and old, short and tall, jacked. People who are strong in the mind, strong in the body, strong in the soul. Do we end up there? Do we end up with this? You know, people who study, who read, you know, people who crave knowledge, you know, people who want to be intellectually strong, you know, people who want to be physically strong, people who want to be soulfully strong. Do we end up there? Or do the masses always sway things in the opposite direction and the people who do end up there are just a small subset of human beings across all races and religions, across all demographics and countries and continents? Or does that become the norm, the standard? Because the one thing I do know is it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. 3.30 this morning. 19 hours I was going hard full tilt yesterday. And I still, by 9 o'clock last night, when I finally shut it down, 9.30 could barely keep my eyes open. 3.30 back up and at it. And I feel fucking great. And I know the reason why. I eat healthy. You know, I learn every single day. I train. I'm around great people. I can really just try to improve myself every single day. And this is the reason why and how I can do the things that I do. 